Hey, how's it going? edition of the first year integrated core podcast <laughs> so good how are you going to manage all of the demand now for your time to cut intros for podcasts i mean you're, we're never going to have time to do this one anymore we do have millions of subscribers and tens of millions of listeners already so i imagine that i'm going to have true. to start to uh prioritize my time I suppose we knew fame was coming. We, you know, hopefully we were prepared for it. Never. I've I've never been prepared for anything. But this is a special edition of the First Year Integrated Core podcast because of what is uh, in the news and in our minds, uh, the coronavirus and the fact that Ohio has declared a state of emergency and Miami University as of yesterday we got the email, is moving to online classes through at least April 12th. Uh, have no fear. The first-year integrated core faculty are working together. We're going to talk about some ways that you can embrace this unexpected change and take advantage of these new opportunities. Uh, but naturally, JL and I were texting right after that email came out as I was emptying the shelves at Kroger's. Of course you were. When I got there, there was no toilet paper, for the record. Uh, but you said immediately, we must record an episode of the podcast and get it out right away. What did you want to talk about? Well, I, I'm i quickly sensing, uh, you know, just some anxiety and some fear and, you know, especially of the unknown. What is my college experience going to be like? How are we going to teach these classes? I am that really annoying person that's like excited that we're going to get to try new methods. And we're going to get to rethink some of the modules in our class. So I'm that weird person that gets excited. And I thought, okay, well, maybe I can help provide some context. Maybe we can talk about what are some of the cool things that are going to happen going forward. And, you know, as a student and as faculty, how do we embrace it? How do we get something good and unique out of this experience? Because there's going to be a lot of opportunity for that. There is. And I like to follow your lead and got super excited, too, for that very same reason, it, it forces us to evaluate what we've done and how we can make it better and how we can pivot from what we planned on doing this week and next week and the week after to what we're going to have to do now. And it's it's these sort of real world experiences that are fantastic to experience during uh, your college time so that you're prepared when this sort of thing happens in your career. Yeah, I, I think practically speaking, the world that we're working in is already becoming a distributed network where companies have employees in different time zones in different countries. Um, you know, whether you're going an entrepreneurial route or not, the, the, the business world is now one that needs to run 24-7 on all continents. And so I think this is a reality we're all going to, we're all walking into anyway. So this is an exercise of getting to experience that. How do you interact with each other in your in your classes if you weren't physically together? How do you interact with your professor if you're not physically together? How do you do work together even though uh, you may not be able to meet over in a study room in Armstrong? So I, I'm really excited because these are the realities of the business world anyway. So this is our opportunity to get really good at it. So what kind of experiences have you had, um, either in education or professionally or both, 
where you've worked remote, where you've had to use these sort of tools? Yeah, I mean, I've had it in both. Um, with school, one of the things that um, I was really surprised by, 10 years ago, I did my master's degree at USC in Southern California. And they offered their program online. And I was getting my master's in education. And we were either going to move to Southern California, which is a beautiful place to live, or we were going to stay in Wisconsin and do the program. And I thought, let me just try this for one semester. And I didn't know. At this time, online schools weren't very well known, and I didn't know what the experience was going to be like. And it was great. They did a nice combination of live classes that you actually had to show up at a specific time for. They had group projects. They had digital groups we could function in. And then lots of discussion boards. A lot of the tools that we have today that have been augmenting our in-person class experience, but because, because we all engaged, we were doing our master's degree, so we were all very committed to making it work, but because we did our projects together, because we showed up online when we were supposed to, uh, we actually got a lot out of it. I feel like I went on campus at USC, even though I never stepped foot on it. I didn't visit it until after I graduated, and yet, if I saw someone from my class there on campus, I'd be like, hey, how's it going, Ken? Haven't seen you in a while. And we, we're friends. We're still friends today. So I had a great experience. Have you, have you done any kind of online education, either you know, as a professor or as a student? Yeah, uh, I've done both. And I've worked remote. I've had uh, a lot of experiences where I was sitting in my office at home like I am right now and interacting with people maybe in the same city, but often in different states and sometimes even different countries. Um, in, in, the, in my master's degree, and I did a master's degree in accounting from South University in Savannah, Georgia, and I did actually mm -hmm. step foot on Savannah, Georgia uh, on South campus, but not as a student. I did as, as a professional at one point. Um, but I did a graduate degree in accounting, and in accounting, online especially there's a lot that you do on your own um, so like you said you really get out of it what you put into it i imagine that there were yeah. potentially some students that just did the bare minimum did what they had checked those boxes and then moved on from class to class or semester to semester uh, whereas i focused on building those relationships with professors and with the students that were in my classes and i talked to a few of them today as well um, it's an opportunity that you actually have to put the effort into uh, because when you do, you get way more out of it. And our students are going to face that over the next month here at Miami. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, there's some subtle, there's some subtle benefits too that haven't been really highlighted, but one of the things you've got synchronous education where we're all doing it together at the same time. And then you have asynchronous education where we have an opportunity to engage with the content when it's best for us. And one of the benefits is if some of our classes have moments where sometime today you can engage with this module and then do this work in response to it and then upload something, you can do it when you're at your best instead of, you know, maybe, maybe you've experienced this too, Justin, you know, 8.30, 8.45 can, maybe you're not at your best always at college when you are sitting in class in the morning. So there are some real benefits to this too, where you can do the work when you actually have the right energy and you're in the right headspace and you're in the right emotional space to do the work. So there, there's some pretty cool things there too that I'm excited about. Yeah, it gives you a ton of flexibility. And thinking about where our students are at in the semester right now as this happens, they're headed into yeah. one of the busiest times of the semester. 
And the thing that I want to stress the most, no matter if you're in my class or not, if you're listening to this podcast, do not procrastinate. Do not wait to the last minute. Don't take this opportunity (laughs) with some of this flexibility to push it off. Now, like you said, you, you might not do your best work first thing in the morning. So have a plan on when you're going to do your best work and, and hold yourself to that. Um, I, yeah. I, again, I am just, I am pushing Trello so much cause it works well for me, but you've got to figure out what yeah. your system's going to be, what tools are going to help you stay on track because asynchronous, meaning you it might be a video, might be discussion boards, might be an activity that you have to do versus we're all sitting at the same place at the same time on something like a WebEx means you have to be disciplined to make sure you get those things done when you have the time available and when you're going to do your best work. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And as professors, we're committed to making this work. So we, we ourselves are going to be available in those ways. Um, live video is one of the keys. Yeah. I always run an experiment every semester where I do some virtual office hours. And so I did basically like FaceTime office hours yesterday and Google Hangout office hours, and students loved it because they can be a little bit more, they can be sitting at Armstrong instead of trying to truck all the way over to FSB, so they can, they can be where they're comfortable, and they can interact with you, and, you know, we were, I was joking with one of the students, that saved us 20 minutes, like, he didn't have to walk all the way to my office and back and find a time in his day when he had a half an hour, because he just had a five-minute question, and so we had a five-minute video chat, so uh, that kind of stuff makes it feel you know, exciting and real, and we can keep building rapport and keep working together in that way. So that, that's my commitment, we, you know, that we, that we do that, that we make sure we're available in those ways. Um, and that you take advantage, as a student, take advantage of it with your classmates and with your professors. Use live video because that's how we keep, that's how we stay in touch. Yeah, so it's also important to note that our audience is not just students, but also other faculty in the first year integrated course. So things like that, using Google Hangout to do office hours are different tools that I'm sure all of us will be thinking about using over the next month to make sure that it's as seamless as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, we'll all find our way of, you know, providing access and continuing our experience in class, but I'm, I'm excited about the opportunities there to do it. Yeah. And, and again, I kind of, I keep going back to, and maybe it's why I was so excited that this challenge is now here is working in teams remotely is a skill that you might not really get to develop as much in college. Uh, you may have those scenarios where you you uh, try to use tools like WebEx, even though you're sitting on the same campus. Some I know some of our students are able to use WebEx to talk to students at a different university that we're partnering with. But this is real experience right now that's going to prepare you for when you have that interview or you have that internship or you're you're starting a new job that you can say, hey, I, I spent a month working remote completely and we were very successful because we as a team stuck together, we, we had structure, we had discipline, and those sort of skills translate into being a good employee or being a good uh, startup founder as you move into the next phase of your life. Right. And this is exactly what business communicate. This is now a big tool in business communication, video yep. chat. And so your first, your first interview when, when you're getting screened for a job that you really want is likely to be a video chat and you're going to choose. Do you want that first impression to be, 
you didn't know you had to download a plugin for the video chat app and you didn't really know how to use it and you didn't know how to share your document or your resume on that video chat. Like anyone listening to this right now is going to be ahead of the game on that because you will, you're going to figure that out over the next couple of weeks if it's not something you're familiar with. So you're totally right. This is a, this is a very important thing that goes into your, your toolkit. What other lessons do you think will be learned over the next month or what, what else should students be looking out for? What advantages or opportunities should they take advantage of during this time? It's really funny to say this, but I think collaboration in some way, I think we're going to increase collaboration. So the very first conversation this morning that happened for the ESP 103 teachers was, wait, we could do a lesson or two together that we could, we could videotape one of our lessons and expose all of our students to all of us instead. So it was just, and that's not necessarily something every team has to do, but it is an opportunity that I think is going to happen where we, we can collaborate in new ways now that we're, you know, I don't have to drive out to Oxford or someone doesn't have to drive to Cincinnati or like, Oh, we can use digital tools to actually collaborate in some easy ways. And it's an opportunity now since we're going to deliver it as a video to our students, that could be all of us on that video instead of just one of us because t- time is being taken out. And I think for students, it can be that same experience where now collaboration should get a lot easier. We don't have as many daily time constraints going forward. And so that actually should increase our opportunity to collaborate together. So that's cool. It really does. And I had that same exact conversation with a few 102 instructors yesterday that, you know, we, Mm -hmm. we have a lot of structure. We know exactly what we're supposed to go through. Our students have our schedule for every single day that we meet through this next module. And I said the same thing. We, this is a great opportunity to highlight our faculty that our students might not have access to or not know about because we have a great group of people with a lot of great experiences and a lot of value to provide. Let's use this as an opportunity to highlight them to these students who might not have had this access if we were only meeting face-to-face the rest of the semester. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts about like those who are still, you know, you and I are certainly very excited about what's happening and, and we see all the positive. Do you have some advice for people that, um, you know, this is, this is hard. This change is difficult and, and shifting how we're doing colleges is, you know, causing a lot of stress and anxiety. Do you have some thoughts about how, you know, anyone who's experiencing that might, might be able to, you know, address it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, communication, 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 ask questions. Um, if that you're makes not, sense. you are a communications professor, this makes perfect sense. That's true. I, it's like, I wrote that down and prepared to say that in advance, <laughs> like a good speaker. Um, but in what, in what ways would you suggest they communicate? Cause I think that's, that's probably pretty, pretty important step here. So I know faculty are working together to figure out how to best communicate these changes, these developments to our students. So I know personally I'm using Canvas announcements to keep it nice, neat, and organized for my students to be able to see it and go back to any messages yep. that I've shared. Uh, yep. The opposite way, if you as a student are not sure where we're headed next or what to do, and, and perhaps the announcements or however your instructor has shared the information with you is not clear, ask questions. You, We are here going through this with you as well, and we want this to be as valuable a time as possible. And I know both you and I think this might no, not might, but will add more value than than we may have already been expecting over the next few weeks. 
but ask questions right. if something is not clear. Challenge yourself, try these new tools, try these new ways to communicate and to collaborate. Some of the things like Trello or um, any of the Google products or um, Slack, any of these things, this is the time to try them because our students are moving towards working in their their teams way more than they have leading up to this part of the semester. So they have to work together. You students have to work together and figure out your best way to communicate because this is the time to over-communicate as opposed to isolate yourself because you went home during this time and um, get overwhelmed with what you might not know. So communicate, ask questions, yeah. stay close to your team. Yeah, I'm on, I'm in the same boat where I just want people to reach out to me if if they just have questions because I think a lot of people do and I don't want them worried that we're inundated with too many messages or that we're going to be annoyed by asking these questions. Like even if we don't know yet all the answers to how we're going to do this, um, we, you know, we're glad to, you know, help figure it out with you. So it, I also in, in the same boat, communicate with me, communicate with us. You know, there's no, there's no need to, to feel anxious and not know what's happening next. You can reach out to us and, and we can talk about it and we can talk through it. And you just made a huge point, which is applicable here, but also in life in general, is you might ask your faculty person a, a question and they might not know the answer yet. And that's okay. Yeah. We'll be honest. Yeah. We'll say, listen, we're not sure yet, but we'll get an answer and we'll get back with you. And I've had several students this year have the same conversation with me where they wanted to know if it was okay to say, I don't know in a team setting or in a class setting or in a, uh, right. in an office hour setting, is it okay to say, I don't know, does that make me look like I'm not prepared or like that? I'm, I'm not educated enough on the topic that I should be. And the answer is it's okay to say, you don't know, you should be honest. The last thing you should do is guess because then you could end up being wrong and then you break trust and you've got to rebuild that in, in school and life. It's okay to say, I don't know. Let me find out the answer and I'll get back with you. Yeah, let's let's let this experience be chipping away at that, um, you know, always trying to appear perfect on the outside kind of approach. Like business is moving towards a more transparent, authentic experience. I yes. noticed that over the last 10 years in the business world where it's more okay to ask, you know, your peers and your superiors and other people, it's more okay to just ask them questions and and not to try to put on the front that you're perfect that 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 kind of trend is sailing and instead you know people who are transparent and honest and humble and are willing to tell you what what they do know and what they don't instead of trying to appear like they always have it figured out uh, that's what success is more looking like in the business world now so we can embrace that you know we're in this together we, we don't have all the answers yet. We're working on them. We're trying to figure this out. We don't know how some of the things are going to go. You know, we're going to try some new things in the next couple of weeks. And, and, you know, as students having the same experience, let's, let's do this together. Like, let's be all in together and um, let's support each other and let's, let's get through this and let's, let's do great things together. So um, I think that's our opportunity here. Yeah, it's, it's important that you know that we know you might not be as excited about this. As we are. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, and that's okay. Yeah. But we're in this together. We'll get it figured out. Yeah. And on the other end, we will come out stronger than we came in because we've had these unexpected experiences where we've figured it out 
it's funny how the first year integrated core now has this to add to it where we found a problem yeah. and we have to come up with a solution and we're going to be better yeah. because of it. Now, Justin, there, there is something I'm curious about, uh, knowing you and knowing how much you love, like experimenting with new technologies. Do you already have some schemes, some plans that you could give us maybe a hint at? Like, I suspect you're going to use this as an opportunity to try some things out. So do you have anything in mind? So my first initial reaction was what we had talked about, where in 101, the three of us, the three instructors get together and we, we create content together um, and, uh -huh. and, um, and create some videos. My idea was instead of doing it three times, because I, I teach three sections of 101, I do it one time really right. well and I share that, that video, you yeah. watch it, and then we get together as a class and we do some Q&A. Uh, through something like WebEx. I want to use Google Hangout. I want to get more familiar with that. Um, I want to get more comfortable doing some live video as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. In producing this podcast, we do some editing afterwards versus this episode right now where we're trying to go straight through with as little editing as possible so that we can get it out right away. That sometimes yeah. makes me a little nervous. And I know my yeah. students are nervous speaking in front of class sometimes. Uh, those same sort of nerves show up when you're recording live video or you're even doing um, a WebEx or a Google Hangout. So I'm I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to put myself out there even more because it's different than standing in front of a class in a classroom. I don't know why. Yeah. I'll figure that out. Um, but I'm going to use video and I'm going to use audio as much as I can over the next four weeks and then even get more familiar with some of these collaboration tools that are out there. Um but I'm certainly going to figure out how we can, in 101, we just rolled out yeah. Google Cardboard and those yep. uh, those VR headsets. So we're going to use that even more to stay connected, um, both with content I produce and with the students produce over the next four weeks. That's exciting. I immediately thought of your 360-degree camera and how you know some of the lessons that are coming up in our class would be great as a an interactive 360 degree video that, you know, if we are going to, like, we're going to teach uh, next week, how do you do ideation? How do you create a bunch of new ideas around the challenge as we're solving our problem for 103? And, you know, I just kept thinking like, how awesome would this be if we have a 360 degree video where you can scroll around the room and see what I'm doing and see what someone else is doing and seeing what's on the wall behind you and in front of you. So I don't know that I don't know if we'll have that all figured out by next week. But these are the kind of things that I'm also excited about is we can try some new technologies, too, while we're at it. So we got the new GoPro Max, the new 360 okay. camera yesterday. And I am perfect timing. One thousand percent in. So you figure out the time and the place. I'll show up with the camera. That would be okay. fantastic. Well, yeah. So you know, list uh, audience. You know, get excited. Hopefully, we'll find a way to make this happen because I, I think you and I both want to see this happen. This would be really cool. It's unexpected, but it's going to be a blast. That sounds great. And that's it. Thank you for listening to this special edition of the First Year Integrated Core podcast. Students, the learning does not stop. While we won't see each other face-to-face, -face, we will be using the tools available, Canvas, WebEx, and maybe something new. So stay invested, take the time, stay organized, work together in your teams, and be disciplined. 
The next episode of the First Year Integrated Core podcast will be available at the end of this month. The way to know that is to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or on iHeartRadio. Join the millions of listeners out there and subscribe today. Until then, we'll see you around.